bonus on the bonus. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Oh, yeah. I am the walrus. That's a... Shut the fuck up, Donnie. I eat green berets for breakfast. That's right now. I'm very hungry. It is now time to explain to people just what's wrong with me. <laughs> Yay! One of my favorite parts. FGC. The airline's announcements. We're trying to pretend to ourselves that the language they're using is really English. Doesn't seem like it to me. Whole thing starts when you get to the gate. First announcement. We would like to begin the boarding process. Extra word, process. Not necessary. Boarding is enough. We'd like to begin the boarding. Simple, tells the story. People add extra words when they want things to sound more important than they really are. Boarding process. Sounds important. It isn't. It's just a bunch of people getting on an airplane. People like to sound important. Weathermen on television talk about shower activity. Sounds more important than showers. I even heard one guy on CNN talk about a rain event. I swear to God. He said, Louisiana's expecting a rain event. I thought, holy shit, I hope I can get tickets to that. Emergency situation. News people like to say, police have responded to an emergency situation. No, they haven't. They've responded to an emergency. We know it's a situation. Everything is a situation. Anyway, as part of this boarding process, they say, we would like to pre-board. Well, what exactly is that, anyway? What does it mean to pre-board? You get on before you get on? That's another complaint of mine. Too much use of this prefix pre. It's all over the language now. Pre this, pre that. Place the turkey in a preheated oven. It's ridiculous. There are only two states an oven can possibly exist in, heated or unheated. <laughs> preheated is a meaningless fucking term. It's like pre-recorded. This program was pre-recorded. Well, of course it was pre-recorded. When else are you going to record it? Afterwards? <laughs> That's the whole purpose of recording, to do it beforehand. Otherwise, it doesn't really work, does it? Pre-existing, pre-planning, pre-screening. You know what I tell these people? Pre-suck my genital situation. <laughs> and they seem to understand what I'm talking about. Anyway, as part of this pre-boarding, they say, we would like to pre-board those passengers traveling with small children. Well, what about those passengers traveling with large children? Suppose you have a two-year-old with a pituitary disorder. You know, a six-foot infant with an oversized head. The kind of kid you see in the National Enquirer all the time. Actually, with a kid like that, I think you're better off checking him right in with your luggage at the curb, don't you? Well, they like it under there. It's dark. They're used to that. About this time, someone is telling you to get on the plane. Get on the plane. Get on the plane. I say, fuck you. I'm getting in the plane. In the plane. Let evil Knievel get on the plane. I'll be in here with you folks in uniform. There seems to be less wind in here. They might tell you you're on a non-stop flight. Well, I don't think I care for that. 
No, I insist that my flight stop. Preferably at an airport. It's those sudden unscheduled cornfield and housing development stops that seem to interrupt the flow of my day. Here's one they just made up. Near miss. When two planes almost collide, they call it a near miss. It's a near hit. A collision is a near miss. Look, they nearly miss. tell you your flight has been delayed because of a change of equipment. Broken plane. Tell me to put my seat back forward. Well, I don't bend that way. If I could put my seat back forward, I'd be in porno movies. Then they mentioned carry-on luggage. First time I heard carry-on, I thought they were going to bring a dead deer on board. I thought, what the hell do they need with that? Don't they have the little TV dinners anymore? Then I thought, carry on, carry on, there's going to be a party. People are going to be carrying on on the plane. Well, I don't care for that. I like a serious attitude on the plane, especially on the flight deck, which is the latest euphemism for cockpit. Can't imagine why they wouldn't want to use a lovely word like cockpit, can you? Especially with all those stewardesses going in and out of it all the time. There's a word that's changed, stewardess. First it was hostess, then stewardess, now it's flight attendant. You know what I call them? The lady on the plane. <laughs> Sometimes it's a man on the plane now. That's good, equality. I'm all in favor of that. Sometimes they actually refer to these people as uniformed crew members. Uniformed. As opposed to that guy sitting next to you in the Grateful Dead t-shirt and the fuck you hat. Who's working on his ninth little bottle of Kahlua, I might add. As soon as they close the door to the aircraft, that's when they begin the safety lecture. I love the safety lecture. This is my favorite part of the airplane ride. I listen very carefully to the safety lecture, especially that part where they teach us how to use the seat belts. Imagine this. Here we are, a plane full of grown human beings, many of us partially educated, and they're actually taking time out to describe the intricate workings of a belt buckle. Place the small metal flap into the buckle. Well, I asked for clarification at that point. Over here, please. Over here. Yes, thank you very much. Did I hear you correctly? Did you say place the small metal flap into the buckle or place the buckle over and around the small metal flap. I'm a simple man. I do not possess an engineering degree, nor am I mechanically inclined. Sorry to have taken up so much of your time. Please continue with the wonderful safety lecture. Seatbelt. High-tech shit. The safety lecture continues. The next thing they do, they tell you to locate your nearest emergency exit. I do this immediately. I locate my nearest emergency exit, and then I plan my route. You have to plan your route. It's not always a straight line, is it? 
Sometimes there's a really big fat fuck sitting right in front of you. Well, you know you'll never get over him. I look around for women and children, midgets and dwarfs, cripples, war widows, paralyzed veterans, people with broken legs, anybody who looks like they can't move too well. The emotionally disturbed come in very handy at a time like this. You might have to go out of your way to find these people, but you'll get out of the plane a lot goddamn quicker, believe me. I say, let's see, I'll go around the fat fuck, step on the widow's head, push those children out of the way, knock down the paralyzed midget, and get out of the plane where I can help others. I can be of no help to anyone if I'm lying unconscious in the aisle with some big cocksucker standing on my head. I must get out of the plane, go to a nearby farmhouse, have a Dr. Pepper, and call the police. The safety lecture continues. In the unlikely event, this is a very suspect phrase, especially coming as it does from an industry that is willing to lie about arrival and departure times. In the unlikely event of a sudden change in cabin pressure, roof flies off. An oxygen mask will drop down in front of you. Place the mask over your face and breathe normally. Well, I have no problem with that. I always breathe normally when I'm in a 600 mile an hour uncontrolled vertical dive. I also shit normally. Right in my pants! <laughs> that was George Carlin. One of my favorites. Uh, well, he is one. G.O.T. Up there with Dave Chappelle. Ah, all the greats. You're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. You always this stupid? Or did you take lessons? I took lessons. 100,000 sperm, and uh, you were the fastest. <laughs> you are the kind of club-toting, raw meat-eating, meat-tarzan, you-janing, big ball bubblehead that can only count to ten if he's barefoot or wearing sandals. You're short on ears and long on mouth. You're what the French call les incompetents. You were literally too stupid to insult. Thank you. Mr. Dorfman. Hello. 0 0.2. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Gentlemen, Ciccolini here may talk like an idiot and look like an idiot, but don't let that fool you. He really is an idiot. He's a pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard, a belligerent old fart, a worthless, steaming pile of cow dung. My father says she's a real wart. A what? A carbuncle, a blister, a festering pustule of malignant ooze. Ah, nuts! You're just like your old man. What's a plumber's daughter? Always a plumber's daughter. Then an ounce of brains in your whole family. You're just a woman with a small brain. With a brain a third the size of us. It's science. How tall are you, Private? Sir, five foot nine, sir! Five foot nine? I didn't know they stacked shit that high. Hey, man, what's wrong with that breath? I can smell it over here. Reggie, your breath is so stings, people look forward to your fart. You can always tell when Barnett's been over my house. The toilet ain't never flushed and the cat's pregnant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
dreadlocks, but shitlocks? <laughs> That's not your hair. Take that pile of shit off your hair. You can't. Give me the chest with that. Oh, I'd kill you. Yeah? From what I hear, you couldn't hit water if you fell out of a fucking boat. Ow! <laughs> Maybe you can tell us who first suggested the idea of reproduction without sex. Um, your wife? Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Well, you buy a hat like this, I'll bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you, though. Hey, Vasquez, have you ever been mistaken for a man? No. Have you? <laughs> Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. They bleached your hair. They must have bleached your brains, too. Oh, poor fella. Never mind, dear. Chin up. <laughs> That's right, both of them. Yeah. Now, listen to me carefully, you fat tub of goo. Staying here means working within ten yards of you. Frankly, I'd rather have a job wiping Saddam Hussein's ass. Even if I were blind, desperate, starved and begging for it on a desert island, you'd be the last thing I'd ever fuck. Face. You're a neo-maxi-zoomed dweeby. I hate your stinking guts. You make me vomit. You are scum between my toes. In the whole vast configuration of things, I'd say you were nothing but a scurvy little spider. You are a worthless street rat. You were born a street rat. You'll die a street rat. And only your fleas will mourn you. You're madness, Diane. Vera, madness. And everything you touch dies with you. You're vapor. You're spam. A waste of perfectly good yearbook space. You have the manners of a goat. And you smell like a dung heap. And after you kissed me, I always used to wipe my mouth. Wipe my mouth! We laughed at you because you were such a mug, a mug, a mug! You know what you are, you gimpy leg monster! You're a sexist, egotistical, lying, hypocritical bigot. You're foul, heart. A wart on the nose of humanity, and I'm going to blast it off. Okay, look, I think we got off on the wrong foot here. That's all you got, lady. Two wrong feet in fucking ugly shoes. Why am I even listening to you to begin with? You're a virgin who can't drive. <laughs> Man! You are one pathetic loser. You know what you look like to me with your good bag and your cheap shoes? You look like a rogue. You'll always be poor. Just like the greasy rat that you are. I'd hate to take a bite out of you. You're a cookie full of arsenic. You're in more dire need of a blowjob than any white man in history. Selridge, you would need three promotions to get to be an asshole. You want to ever tell you look like a penis with a little hat on? Oh, you're going bald. So are you. Oh, my, you mustn't eat candy, Mr. Whiteside. It's very bad for you. My great-aunt Jennifer ate a whole box of candy every day of her life. She lived to be 102, and when she'd been dead three days, she looked better than you do now. Is it true you're getting a divorce as soon as your husband recovers his eyesight? Not that I care, but where is your husband? Why, he's dead. I'll bet he's just using that as an excuse. Can I sleep in your room? I wouldn't let you sleep in my room. If you're growing on my ass. You know what, Mom? You know what I'm going to get you next Christmas? A big wooden cross. So every time you feel unappreciated for all your sacrifices, you can climb on up and nail yourself to it. I was in this bureau when you were still popping zits on your funny face and jacking off to the lingerie section of the Sears catalog. I was killing people while you were still swimming around on your father's balls, you little scumbag. What are you looking at, nerd? Huh? I thought I was looking at my mother's old douchebag, but that's in Ohio. Take it!
up, you donkey raping shit eater. You astroid monkey fucker! You stupid fuck. You goddamn bitch. You fucking tracer! Your mother's a tracer! Go fuck yourself, you writer! Hey! Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? This is Egyptian cotton, motherfucker. You wouldn't know Egyptian cotton if Pharaoh himself sent it to you, you knockoff-wearing motherfucker. Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Freeze, you diseased rhinoceros pizzle. You gum-faced, blown-up, baboon-ass bastard. Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Suck my fat one, you cheap dime store hood. Heavy. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Tastes like a burger. I don't like you anymore. You smell like a bomb's nut sack. Mother's cunt stinks like carpet cleaner. Your mother sucks cocks in hell, Paris, you faithless swine. When your mother was so plucky and kicking can down the street, I said, what you doing? She said, moving. I married your mother because I wanted children. Imagine my disappointment when you arrived. There's nothing like that, penis breath. Elliot! You're gonna pay full price, Rummy. I don't give any fucking serviceman's discount. Too bad your old lady does. Jesus Bitch-made punk. You tiny-brained whoppers of other people's bottoms. Were you born a fat, slimy scumbag, puke piece of shit, private pile? Or did you have to work on it? Shut your anorexic, malnutrition, tapeworm-having, overdose, Dick Gregory, Bahamian diet-drinking ass up. Eat your heart out, you crinkled, wrinkled, fat tag, you paunchy, sag-bottom, puke pot. Boil-dripping, beef-fart-sniffing, bubble butt. Blood wide, needle dick, cog bite. Jug off, limp wrist, coral hole, shit bird, bird, turn, turn face, limp dick, bar face, star merchant, shit face, rat turn, ass licking, son of a bitch. Mung tongue. Math tutor. Pinhead. Prison barber. Mother lover. Nearsighted gynecologist. Lying, trying, fine, trying, ultra pig. You loot, crude, rude, bag of pre chewed food, dude. You miserable piece of dick brain, horse shit, slime sucking, son of a whore, bitch. Two-tone, zebra-headed, slime-coated, pimple-farming, paramecium-brain, munching on your own mucus, suffering from Peter Pan envy. You, you imbecile, you bloated idiot, you stupid fathead, you... <laughs> you have bad breath caused by gingivitis. You couldn't get a porn star off. Your hairpiece looks like something that was killed crossing the highway. I don't know whether to comb it or scrape it off with a shovel and bury it in the line. <laughs> Loser! <laughs> idiot! Wimp! Degenerate! Pharisee, you pecksniff, you egregious tartal. Tartal, was that good or bad? You're a fraud, a charlatan, and a rogue, sir. I think you are filth. I think you are scum. You are a degenerate. Who do you think you are, you snot-faced little punk? Let me make this clear for you, okay? You are nothing. If you were in my toilet bowl, I wouldn't bother flushing it. My bath mat means more to me than you. Now look. Shut up, you long streak of paralyzed piss. Look at you. The mafia. <laughs> I've shit them. I guess there's just two kinds of people, Miss Sandstone. My kind of people and assholes. It's rather obvious which category you fit into. Have a nice day. You know what you are!
Alright guys, that is it. That's all I have for whose line is it part three. Oh yeah. Um I guess um I should warn you. Uh this was all explicit. Alright guys, this is Jimmy James saying peace out. And uh hope you enjoyed the bonus I put together for you. Take care. And like always, take care of yourselves one another. Fill your hand, you son of a bitch! Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's right, Major. You did. I lied. It's a Smith and Wesson. And you've had your six. Whose uh, funeral is it? Yours. Dodge this. Get off my plane. How do you like your ribs? Just been revoked. This is from Matilda. Beneath his mask, there is more than flesh. Beneath his mask, there is an idea, Mr. Creedy. And ideas are bulletproof. We're not just going to let you walk out of here. Who's we, sucker? Smith and Wesson and me? That's it. No more Mr. Knife Guy. There can be only one! Terrorize this. Carpet day! Huh? No! I'm the Patriot feeling. Studio to Sunk. Make this pencil disappear. Ta da! bubblegum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubblegum and you will know my name is the law when I lay my vengeance upon me I'll be back not my daughter you bitch <laughs> This is Sparta! You could ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Uh, maybe?
CIA, motherfucker. Hasta la vista. Baby. And number one. Yeah, well, I know some of them were thrown in there from the other ones, but hey, what are you going to do? I don't feel like going down each one and, you know, what do you, what do you think this is? Seriously, what, what do you think this is? Anyway, stay tuned for whatever's next. Just wait there.